Hi everyone, and welcome to Capgemini Digital Inclusion Podcast. Bonjour. My name is Lucie Torin, and I'm your host and Capgemini Group Digital Inclusion Leader. Today, we are going to talk about our aim at Capgemini to make digital an opportunity for everyone. The world celebrated International Literacy Day on September 8th, and so we are dedicating this podcast to literacy in the digital world. Technology is shaping every aspect of our life, at home, at work, and in the community. And basic digital literacy is now key to access public services. It's no longer enough to be able to read and write. Today, if we don't want to be left behind, we need the skills to navigate the digital world. Over the years, the meaning of digital literacy has changed, and we have today two field experts with us to tell us what digital literacy is and why is it so important in this day and age. Joining me today are Anwar Pratap, Capgemini India Digital Inclusion Leader, and Frédéric Bardot, CEO of Samplon, which is our global digital inclusion partner. Anurag is joining me from Mumbai and Fred from Paris. And you know what? I feel very lucky to have this job and to be able to work every day with such passionate people on digital inclusion projects. So before we kick off this podcast, Anurag, how about you share a fun fact about yourself with our listeners? Lucy, I love French fries. Give me any day of the uh, time and I'll, I'll love having this. Okay. Thank you very much, Anurag. It's really funny. So now what I will do, every time I will come to India, I'll try to bring French fries with me. Okay. What about you, Fred? I discovered India this year during a mission with you guys. And every day now I miss India. And this discovery changed my life forever. So thank you. Okay. So now, Fred, Let's start with you. As we already know, we are living through a digital revolution that can widen social divides. What does it mean to be digitally literate today and how important is it? It's very important, Lucy, because you cannot be a citizen, uh, access to your rights, uh, read information media, access to public services, pay your bill if you're not digitally literate. So to be a citizen in a digital society, it's very important to be literate. But also it's important to get a job, to be employable. Searching for a job requires online searching literacy. Many jobs require digital skills even if there are not digital jobs. So it's important for this also. And now everyone is in the digital business. For example, if you want to sell vegetables, it's better to do it online to get more customers, find partners, suppliers, make you uh, well-known. So it's also everyone is in the digital business now. To be a consumer, you also be required to have a basic digital literacy and to be a good father and mother to accompany your children online. So it's very important, important for everyone, anywhere in the world. So no matter what your job, origin, country and class are, you have to be free, active and autonomous uh, in terms of digital literacy. Okay, thank you very much, Fred. That's really insightful. Next question to you, Fred. As an international organization, can you tell us about the state of digital literacy at a global level? And is there a common pattern that you have noticed? Yes, it's, uh, it's very uh, important uh, in, to know that in 2019, uh, it was about 4.9%. Uh, 
50 billion net users. So it means that one out of two people in the world have still no access to internet. So it's not about digital literacy. It's first about digital access. So half of the population in the world have no access. And if you stay only on the people who have access, uh, there are um, more one of out of three people in this population that have basic difficulties to access their rights and to browse online. It's the case in France, but it's also the, that we can uh, see in other countries. So there are no specific figures and precise figures on this, but uh, one out of three people connected have uh, difficulties uh, about digital literacy. So it's not only old people, underprivileged people, uh, all uh, countries and social classes and ages and genders are concerned and affected. And in addition to this, if you have some specific parameters, you can take into account uh, age, uh, because when you are older than 70 years old, it's really a problem for you to get uh, illiterate and to uh, stay connected and rural population have also uh, some uh, difficulties and in developed countries uh, there are um, less uh, online services the UX are very poor and in Africa for example there is a specificity because the global uh, connection is about mobile and not desktop so it can generate an, uh, an illiteracy online because it's online and mobile connections. Thank you Fred. So now let's move to Anoag. My first question for you. Anoag, you're heading Capgemini Digital Inclusion Projects in India. And I feel very happy and lucky to have the chance to go on the field with you and to visit some of the very impactful projects that you have in India. Could you share with us where India stands on digital literacy and what are the main challenges? India is huge and you are aware of this. There is one section in India which is always on always available and always enabled on the digital uh, world. And there's one section which is which, which has uh, understood the, the potential and possibility of uh, digital. But there is a sizable number, and it's a number that is close to 90% as per the recent uh, study, which is not digitally connected. And that is the, the, the population that we all are uh, concerned about we all are working with and we all are looking at how one can make this particular segment also become digitally uh, literate and get all the benefit that uh, Fred was talking about. So that's that's the uh, constituency or that's the catchment uh, uh, that is uh, India is right now looking at as far as digital literacy work is concerned. On the challenge front, the size is uh, the key challenge. The population is a key challenge for us. Starting with uh, this, the second will be the infrastructure development to make sure that uh, this 90% who are not part of the digital literacy bandwagon become part of uh, this. Bandwidth availability, personal penetration, and capacity to scale. Along with all these, looking at the potential NGO partner or potential agencies who can help us reach out to those unriched area or population who are socially excluded from development processes. These are some of the uh, challenges that one can think of and one is working on also. Thank you, Anuag. And now my next question to you, Anuag. What do you think is the way forward? How do we tackle these big challenges that you are talking about? And what are the best practices that you have seen and developed so far? 
there there are two three approaches that we have uh, brought in 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 our work one is uh, coming out with more collaborative approach uh, to reach out to a larger segment of population because we realize that it can't be just one agency doing this so working with government working with uh, various corporate working with various agencies creating an alliance uh, to reach out and work on this particular uh, number that's one strategy that we have brought in second is uh, opening starting newer digital literacy centers in those areas which requires this particular service uh, on a urgent basis uh, third is trying to create modules which can get replicated by other agencies also uh, where government and other corporates can find it easy to uh, take the model and then uh, do it on their own fourth is understanding which group requires what kind of uh, digital support so that they it it become part of their life and they start enjoying and they start learning and they start feeling empowered uh, with the whole process so these are some of the strategies that we have picked up uh, based on our own learning based on our own experience along with this identifying right kind of uh, uh, agencies to partner with us is another important element of our engagement at the field level this enable us to reach out to socially and economically marginalized communities this also help us to uh, identify the right right group with right kind of inputs and this also help us to get the impact that we are seeking from bringing in the digital literacy to this particular uh, community and now Last but not least, my last question is for both of you, actually. And currently, unemployment is a big concern across the globe. So how can digital literacy really solve this problem? Digital literacy is the first basic step to discover fantastic opportunities that are leading for digital skills and jobs for underprivileged people. Uh, this is what makes us wake up in the morning at Saint-Plon, and I know it's the same for you, dear friends of Capgemini CSR. Digital skills are like magical power. It has to be spread uh, for in everyone, every country, and starting with underprivileged people, because there are millions of non-fulfilled jobs and opportunities but you have to be digital literate this is the only prerequisite so we have to fight for this but it's not about only skills it's also about self-censorship so it's not about only technology it's about people and culture and active pedagogy but the good news is this is exactly what we are doing together so good news is coming and from my side i i completely agree with what uh, fred is saying and in addition to what he said i also feel that and we uh, rather than i i'll say capgemini feels very strongly that digital literacy is part of the spectrum on the the whole work that we are doing on digital empowerment and we feel that uh, uh, the the advanced level of empowerment will uh, is talking about how employability and skilling can become part of uh, this particular journey what we are doing in this particular space is where digital literacy becomes the first step to expose them to make them comfortable with the digital world and then gradually move them and take them to the space where the skilling where uh, getting uh, the the new future skills and new the skills which can give them a job make them economically very productive and make them a important part in the uh, overall development process that's happening at the family level societal level and the state level so that's the journey that uh, we have started because we strongly uh, feel that uh, 
employability skilling subsequent job will result into a huge amount of empowerment to the section of communities with whom we are working which includes socially and economically marginalized uh, communities uh, uh, people who who come with uh, some amount of stigma attached to them due to various uh, uh, reasons uh, and and also uh, involving those groups who never got the 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 true benefit from uh, various development processes So thank you very much Anurag and Fred for joining us today for this podcast. And I would also like to thank every single one of you for joining in from whichever location you are currently in. And I hope today podcast provided you with relevant information which you can use to make a positive change in society. And I think the three of us will agree that we need that kind of change. So if you enjoyed this podcast, do share it on, on the social media with hashtag for positive futures. Also, don't forget to rate this episode. By doing this, you will help others to find relevant information about digital inclusion, digital literacy, and spread awareness about the good work done by Capgemini and the partners. If you are interested to know about our digital inclusion initiatives, visit us at www.capgemini.com. Goodbye for now and have an impactful day and let's build together positive futures. Bye.